0: Hey! No, really. Hey! (laughs) You guys ready to do a show?
1: Yeah! Okay, (laughs)
0: Okay, let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and <laughs> welcome to the perverted podcast, a show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex
2: and perversion recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. So Hello cute Brandon. they are. Woo. I'm Kathy.
1: I'm
0: hunger and I am count boogie and this is show one forty five. I am excited. Kathy, <laughs> C- Kathy, stop biting yourself. Stop. <laughs> Just don't lose it, man. Hold it together. We're like 30 <laughs> seconds into the show. You just gotta hold it in. I can't. <laughs> I love you so much and hate you at the same time.
2: Uh, right back at you, slick.
0: <laughs> this has just been insane. The day has been wonderful. This has been video day, video day for uh, Zua.
2: I always know when it's video day because the main room is a, a freaking mess. Well, that, and you're uh, covered in glitter, which you are.
0: Yes. So you know that is a a Zua video. Oh my God, so much glitter. I actually had to beat Bunny. I had to beat her with a belt. Because she abused glitter. She asked me for belt play. but uh,
2: So it wasn't really a punishment. It was a punishment. Uh-huh, She's right. not
0: supposed to get glitter on the bed. And she literally just, she gets in that zone. We went to the dollar store. She saw fairy wings for a dollar. She's like, blah! And so I'm like, okay, so we got those. She put them on. I leave the room literally to go work on something for twenty minutes. I come back, she is head to toe in glitter with glue. She has glued and sprinkled glitter all over herself and made herself Kathy into the glitter fairy. And oh, she's run- and God. she has like the beads, the little jeweled beads over her eyes. I mean, she actually looked kind of adorable, but whatever. <laughs> She shouldn't have come onto the bed, because she literally just takes the glitter and dumps it on her head. Like, here's a whole package of glitter. does not. Kathy? What? <laughs>
2: she goes, I think too. Yes, she you. does.
0: <laughs> uh, you have glitter.
2: <laughs> I know. It's all over me. All I had to do was walk in the room, and it just attaches itself to me. Uh, uh,
0: so, so it was a lot of glitter. You have it in your
2: beard. I'm laughing at you.
0: Whatever. I'm used to it. But it, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Everything in this video is in reverse. So, everything we're shooting, we're... Smashing cans and lighting fires. Unger blew fire backwards. Well, I mean, he blew it forwards and then we turned it around. Unger! Yes, Boogie. You are a fire... I have never seen you blow fire. And, uh... I mean, I've heard you blow a lot of bullshit. But I've never (laughs) seen you... (laughs) See what I did there? Say hi? Ah, That's good. (laughs) I've never seen you blow fire. You're actually really good at it. You had uh, amazing... What do you call it? Dragon breathing? Dragon's breath. Dragons, but I thought when you know the fireplay I see it's usually like, and then there's a ball and everyone goes ooh, but Unger and I guess his whole genre does Unger a thing.
2: Unger has
0: a genre, a genre of fire blowing, Unger um, is where a you genre. actually blow like a ball, like it looks literally amazing. I shot it like right in front of him. I had to blow the ball towards me. It was very good. Um, and it's a huge ball. But then afterwards, the spray looks like
1: dragon flames. So it's like... Yeah, it's basically after you blow the initial, you keep blowing the, the fuel out, but you move the torch away. So it's just the, the flame keeps lighting it. Kind of right. like when so you do a
0: Lysol can oh. and you light it and then you kind of push it back and forth. Right. Yeah. Which you're not supposed to do, by the way, it could be very dangerous. So anybody
2: yeah. listening, don't do what Boogie and Unger are discussing. Do
0: not do what Unger does. Do right. not. I think. Isn't <laughs> Never that the do general, what Unger the does. general rule. Yeah. But it's real cool. So that'll be in slow motion in the video. We shot a bunch of different uh, angles of it, and of course, we're going to abuse him and he eats fire and does all cool. this stuff. So it's fun. It's fun. It's fun because we don't have any money so you gotta make your own fun you gotta just make your own fun Mm -hmm. it's like early lucas first star wars we don't have the budget what are we gonna do let's put mirrors under the land speeder you know whatever you gotta do you know to make Uh, it make it work thx before even that yeah and so it's like it's kind of fun because you're actually engaged and you're like oh you want to do something that looks cool and 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 so it's kind of fun so I, i like these days it's a ton of setup and cleanup what did you do this weekend
2: uh, it was my weekend with Creative Explorer. Very good. Yes. He's got some D. I did get some D. Little D. Not in the vag. In the mouth, though.
0: You got mouth D. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, pretty did, much. Did he just He just took you? He just took you facially.
2: Yes, and you know, he was gonna put it in the vag. Yeah. But I never know what it like. He'll get on his computer and either do some Skyping or some Discording or some game playing with his buddies or something. Hot. Yeah. And I never know. An hour or two later, he's still on there. I'm not going to wait. I went to to take a nap and I, you know, just Uh, masturbated. uh,
0: Got off. Oh, my God. And
2: then he's done and he's like, all right, let's entry protocol you. I'm all, I just fucking had an orgasm. I don't feel like getting fucked right now.
0: So you shut down. You said the labia garage door has (laughs) flapped it shut. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> my labia <laughs> do not sound like that they go s-
0: <laughs> <laughs> just smack close
2: that's more like it yeah that's
0: how it No, works. I
2: I just whined and complained and and, and
0: he's like and he just got to just went limp no it doesn't oh, no, he, he get no, turned no. on when you whine and complain yes
2: of course he, he yeah. is turned on because he's a tall perv but he, he he switches gears like that he's, he's all like fine so blowjob m- it is no oh, no <laughs> jack me off let's go really <laughs> So I just, fine, give me the lube. You're all
0: bunka a bunk a bunka, a punk. a you are looking at your nails. bunka a Oh, my God.
2: That's totally what I do. T- he, he he tunes me out. I, he I doesn't like care. He's completely gone, so I'm just looking around the room, just it's doing Just like this. that, you know. What's know. that over there? Oh, we got to organize
1: yeah, that closet. That, that was shelf horrible. That's nice.
2: Why did he just throw that in there? I'm looking at the sheets. He's like, he gets them out of the dryer, and he just rolls them into a ball and throws them in a corner. And I'm like, we got to we got that. <laughs> <We gotta> f- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was pretty funny.
0: You guys uh, have some romantic kind hey, of love, don't you? <laughs> we, got, we do some wild times. <laughs> <laughs> you really, uh, you bring the romance. Okay, so, <laughs> Unger. Yes, boogie. I did want to uh, make a comment. oh uh, that, uh, the black light party, yes. which was also the first sensations party. Yes, it was. Uh, there's no longer market party the second Saturday of the month. We have ended the archaic, uh, women get in free men have to pay thing and which I approve of and, uh, you replaced it with sensations, which is $10 for everyone before 10 PM. Correct. And then 15, 20 for members of the normal thing afterwards. And then you launched had a bla- it with a blacklight party. Launched it with a fucking blacklight party. That's we did.
1: And how did it go? It went actually quite well. Uh, it started really slow because it was pouring rain. Right. Um, a lot of people weren't coming out. But as the night picked up, more and more people came out and it got really busy. The parking lot was full. Because um, I was here early, I left a little after midnight. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, packed. it was packed. I was in. I mean, we cut in early. Um, but uh, it's just so fun. Kathy, I know you hate the black lights. I I know do, you, they yeah. fuck with your eyes. But it's so amazing, you know, Unger and Eddie and I, we all went in there and just, you know, f- f- put it all up. And uh, that whole, you know, whatever it's, that 1,100 square foot main room that we have, uh, and just black lights and people painting themselves with highlighters and you know making black light and painting each other that's really what it comes down to is most (laughs) people are just
2: get naked and get naked and
0: paint each other and then of course some of us have black light toys that we made from various things that reflect in the black light and it's just so fun because it's it's sexy it's fun but it's really i mean it's kinky but it's fun it's like a really fun kind of thing people are having so much fun and most people are just doing all the body painting and stuff like that. So, so it was pretty yeah. successful.
1: There, yeah, there were some, some rather fun moments where I kind of did, like, blacklight war paint, which is what I kind of do. Right. And I ended up giving a bunch of people tours who are brand new to the club. Oh, <laughs> right. And Hunger. when I'm out meeting them at the gate, they, look normal. they you, don't, see you don't see any of it. Then that's you walk right, into the, right. the main <laughs> room. <laughs> you, <laughs> you walk, walk into, into the main room. Like, sometimes I've forgotten. I just see their jaws drop, and I go... Oh, that's right. My face is painted, isn't it? <laughs> They're like, <laughs> yes. It's like, welcome. You can do it too. There's paint. Have fun. <laughs> so that's it's real cool. cool. So I'd like
0: to encourage all of our listeners to buy some black lights and then get some black light bubble mix or even just the regular highlighters that you uh, highlight your school book notes with. Um, and just, exp- it's it's a fun play. It's It looks so cool. It looks, it's just... Sometimes play just needs to look cool, and that's one of the times where that's it is true. about the appearance and what it looks like, and it was a lot of fun. How
2: fun. I have a
0: lot of fun, and then let's say, Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. let's talk about that, Boogie.
0: I was, you go sure on. you don't
2: want to just go on? Nope, nope. I want to hear. What, what was... Uh, how did he, you fail? How did Daddy fail during How did Daddy sleep?
0: fail this time?
2: <laughs> well, Kathy. We a need a new segment and a new jingle, Daddy Fails. Daddy
0: Fails. <laughs> I think my intention was good. As usual, so I my shoulders all fucked up. You know that I'm doctors and you know things like that, I'm trying to hope, hopefully get it fixed. So I have to sleep on the massage table, which Mew has no problem with because Mew likes to turn into a starfish in my bed, which means literally she, this teeny little thing. Like, how far can a teeny person stick their individual <laughs> limbs out in opposite directions to acquire the entire mm. mass square footage of a bed? She does it like a button. You push it like a fucking umbrella pops open. <gasps> and she just <laughs> takes the bed. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go. You know, we cuddle a little bit. Maybe there's some lovey time. I go, okay, pumpkin, I'm, I'm going to go sleep on the massage table because it forces me to not sleep on the bad arm. And she's like, okay, daddy. <laughs> Just She's starfish. <laughs> so now when someone spends the night with me, and especially when my little girl spends the night with me, I'm in daddy mode. I'm always in daddy mode. I don't really sleep well because I'm in daddy mode. I don't sleep well anyway, but I'm always like, is she okay? Now, Mew has night terrors. And she'll sometimes wake up screaming or scared or freaked right. out or especially whatever. Especially
2: when you splooge on her feet
0: yeah yeah we talked about that okay (laughs) so so i'm always on alert and i like have like i'm really good at it now like when she starts fidgeting or starts talking uh, i'm like up like a like a bam i am up and i'm like it's okay you're okay i'm boogie it's okay daddy's here you're fine you're good and you can usually quell it pretty quick before it gets real screamy so sure enough i hear her go um, while I'm asleep on the table uh, and it's like 3 in the morning, whatever and I hear her start talking ah, and I just shoot up and I'm like it's okay, I'm over here, I, start, I just run over and so I get in bed with her and I start petting her head and and I'm like it's okay, it's okay and she has like this look, you know, kind of scared on her face and I'm like it's okay, it's me and she's not even, I mean she barely remembers these things and so she kind of just goes back to sleep and, and I'm like okay, okay, good she's fine All right, I'm just going to stay with her for a little bit, and then I'll go back. You know, she can starfish. I can go back to my massage table. So, but it's 3 in the morning. I'm really tired. So, I kind of, like, we're kind of energy. I'm petting her head, and I'm kind of curled up, you know. And, you know, I just have her really kind of tight and close. And so, I start you know, to kind of fall asleep. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I just feel so comfy in my own fucking bed. You know, little bitch takes up my fucking bed and I have to sleep on the thing. My arm, and you know, I'm just going to lay here just for a few minutes. It's so comfortable. And I start to kind of fall asleep and I dream really quick. Like I'll dream on the freeway. That's why I don't drive a lot anymore because I literally will start dreaming on the freeway, just nodding. I start dreaming immediately and it's usually pretty crazy. So sure enough, Like, just laying there, so sweet. I'm the daddy, taking care of the little girl. I have this dream where she's asleep now, so I can sleep. And so I have this dream where, like, some zombie or something just jumps in my face. Like, fucking, like, in my face. So my instant reaction is to fucking backhand the zombie. So I go, and... I open my eyes at the same time the zombie is going to be hit, and I see myself smack my girlfriend straight in the face. Oh, Boogie. And she goes, ah! <laughs> and I go, oh, no, no, it's okay, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm bad, I'm bad, are you okay? You're okay, sorry, daddy hit. Oh, no, 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 no. And all I can hear in the back of my mind is, wow, you're really big help, aren't you? Really just helped well that uh, night terror situation the two of you are a mess between the two of you so but you know what she doesn't lip off anymore she learned a damn <laughs> lesson you backhanded, her, backhanded her, in the mouth. her while she was asleep <laughs> while I was asleep I mean it was close my hand was right up by her face and it just I just fucking gave her a little flick <laughs> right in but I just, and I'm like, oh my god, you failed just so bad.
2: Unbelievable. So, Sticks is having a really good look,
0: time. Now she's scared. <laughs> she's scared now. Like, I look at her and she's just like, look, cowers, great. <laughs> great. Oh, don't touch me. Domestic sleep abuse <laughs> I'm boogie. Sorry, Unger, what the hell
1: did I forget? Oh, <laughs> uh, Do we want to start with PP Curse Strikes again?
2: Yes. Do it. Do uh, it, Unger. The PP curse strikes again. So
1: this is the third time now (laughs) that someone while driving listening to the podcast has crashed. I don't understand this. God damn it.
2: Are they driving at three in the morning? No.
1: Well, this person works fairly, has a long day, and he gets up early and does drive. It's his normal drive time. Um, Are we putting people to sleep? They happen to live in Canada. (laughs) <laughs> he happened to hit Black Ice while listening to it. Okay, <laughs> hey, 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 we can't. That's Black Ice, man. You can't even see you that. You can't stuff. blame that exactly. on us. Well, but it, but we bore him. Around, at least he drives around every day, and it happens to be when he's listening. <laughs> so, sir, insurrection. Sorry, it happened. But it's thank okay. you for listening. Still, it's after okay? all, these years. Yeah. he's fine. He's fine. It was just uh, mostly cosmetic damage. Or, uh, um, but we're talking says. about it today in Discord.
0: Do we really need to? Be it's, a self-fulfilling prophecy look, for it's listeners? a
2: thing, all right? It's just is it because st- I mentioned it and is gave it, it a, a name. a statistic we have to keep? It is. Now there's three. It is.
0: There's three. <laughs> yes, we have 145 show. We have millions of listeners. Do we really? Mill? No, we don't.
1: <laughs> millions? <laughs> millions?
0: <laughs> all right. Our uh, per capita of accidents during perverted podcasts is uh, less than
1: a percentage. It's yes.
2: higher than getting struck by lightning.
0: Yeah, actually, <laughs> it's true. We're now more likely to wreck your car listening to our show oh, than getting so eaten sad. by a shark.
2: Boy, we know how to market ourselves, don't we? <laughs> it's Great. So, what's spring fever, Hunger?
1: Um, just kind of throwing this out there early because it's it's coming up, and you've got to re- pre-register. This is one of the two camping trips that I go to every year. That's very BDSM and kink. Focused on education, so I want to throw it out there. If you're in the Central Coast area, I'll be there all weekend doing my thing. What are you doing? I am the build captain, so I bu- set up the 3,000 square foot dungeon that we build in the middle of the forest.
2: Damn. You're setting up black lights, you're blow- blowing flames, you're, you're setting up campsites. What the fuck? That's
1: what ogres do. I'm also do. one of the DMs. <laughs>
2: That's nice. what ogres do, I guess. Cool.
1: And I teach them to to roast Twinkies. Because oh, roast brother. Twinkies are better than roast marshmallows. They are better no. than Twinkies alone. No, roast marshmallows. Have that's you ever the way had a roast Twinkie? I have not, but I'm you, not a Twinkie fan. It, it, but it, it takes the outside and makes the Twinkie cru, like, crusty. It gives the <gasps> Twinkie a crust, and it makes the, the, the cream gooey.
2: Why didn't you say so?
1: I just did. <laughs> they are the best. Gotta get your kink right. All types on
0: fat life. Finger in the peel hole for some. It's a big delight.
2: Hey, Perverted Podcast, Longtime listener, first-time caller, and I've got a question, and it's about breastplate. It's something that I'm interested in, it's something I've been reading about, and it's something I know you don't do at threshold because of the safety issues. So I'm trying to get more information on, is it safe or not? I'd like y'all's perspective. I'll take my answer off the air. Thanks. That's very
0: cool. Wait, so that was our one of our callers that called right. to our number 424-226-2037.
2: And since we happen to have a FET life
0: post, on that just was that very just thing. that version. I yeah. figured, kill two birds with one apple tooth. An, a what a what a what? Uh, because you can kill if an apple a day gives the doctor gas.
2: What are you? I'm impersonating you Mew. About? Mew fucks
0: up every cliche <laughs> known to man. <laughs> everyone like any good cliche God. she'll just say is she it really like that backwards. Bad? that She's, was pretty horrible she'll say when life gives you lemons then you, you, it's good on chicken <laughs> you know <laughs> like just she just doesn't commit Mew. to learning the whole cliche <laughs> so so now it's,
2: halfway through she gives up and makes she it she just up. <laughs> is like
0: yeah i know there's a point but i'm going to be i'm i'm going to be a doctor i don't care about your fucking human shit
2: so rope tiger daddy wrote a post called the Paradoxical Conundrum of Breath Play, in which he says, I love breath play. There is no more utterly visceral form of power that one can exercise over another human being, literally being the reason they can or cannot breathe. The very first thing I ever read about breath play was Jay Weissman's SM-101, where he is very clear that he does not in any way condone or endorse breath play. He explains very articulately just how risky of a behavior it is, and I can't agree more. And as such, I can never with a clean conscience, tell new people or anyone that it's a good idea. And I realize I'm a hypocrite. I say that you should never do breath play. But if you do, you should go slow with a partner who you trust and can communicate. But seriously, don't do it.
0: This is a great topic.
2: Because it is a conundrum.
0: Uh, It is a conundrum, but (sighs) it's a conundrum because people say it's a conundrum. It's not. You know what? Let me tell you something. Smoking crack was fucking fun but it'll kill you. It'll 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 eat you up. Jumping out of airplanes is fun, it has a risk of death, you got to take the risk. Nobody's here to tell cuz we get this argument and I have this debate with people a lot. Um nobody is taking away your kink and nobody's telling you what to do or what not to do. But when you come and you try to share that what you are doing is done somehow in a safe way, when you have no evidence to give you that, that 100% free. Um, what then, do you mean? Like
2: if you have no medical training? I don't mean. Well, I mean, mean
0: I, I've heard tons of people like, get in my face and be like, I'm a martial arts expert. We do this all the time. It is safe. You know what? You're a martial. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I take martial arts too. I'm excited for you. Yes, you have some training, but it doesn't make it safe. It doesn't. It, and that's that's kind of the thing. Like, people do breath play at all different levels and that's fine you're you're an adult you get to do the types of play you do are you risk aware you know what i don't even know i don't know if you've looked at all the risks i don't know if you know that if only a few sec in some rare cases that only a few seconds of cutting off the blood supply to and from the brain can and has on many occasions caused a stroke or a heart attack you don't know if you're going to be that person you don't it's rare You know, it's 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 more likely that you're going to crash your car listening to perverted podcast than it is that you're going to have a heart attack during breath play. Wow, that's rare. But (laughs) but it is possible. And because it's an unforeseen possibility, it's not something that you can really prepare for because you don't know who that person is that has the brain or the heart that can't take that type of play. It doesn't matter how experienced you are. So yeah. that's kind of what my point always is, is I'm not telling anyone. We're not going to do it at threshold because of the liability and the insurance <laughs> and, and all that thing. That's just the bottom line. And the law. But, and the law well, the <laughs> law as far as <laughs> yeah, in, let's in not California, the yeah, law. you're not allowed to <laughs> grab people by the throat.
2: Right. Um, uh, now, but... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're so gonna, I'm not...
0: I am surely not against um, people doing what they want to do and understanding, hey, I might die. That's your thing. It doesn't have to be my thing. I mean, I have I like grabbing my girls by the throat and taking them, but as far as doing a lot of breath play where I choke them out or or that type of stuff, I'm not going to do it because I I can't justify in my head sitting in front of their family in a court and trying to explain that their daughter was into it. So, so I don't personally choose to do that type of play because of those unforeseen with spanking Maybe you can break a tailbone if you hit it with a paddle. I, I mean, there's... There, with fire play, you can burn someone, right. you know... Role obvi- play,
2: you can, you know, cause some possible you temporary cause, nerve damage. But even
0: even with something like, you know, when you're doing bondage and stuff like that, what are you doing? Are you tying someone up and then leaving them alone in their house? We have We have cases where people have tied themselves up and the house caught on fire and they burned to death. So everything has its risk, but it's just... I don't like hearing the people that are for a certain type of kink talk about how safe it is. When I like this post, this is not safe. You should not do it.
2: He's taking you, the you, Jay Weissman approach.
0: You're you're taking personal responsibility. And if you and your partner want to do it, and you can accept all the risks, and you can understand that it's more than just oh, you could you know strangle them to death in a normal strangulation period. That there can be other things that happen that are unforeseen. Then you know what your adults you know make your own choices, but well, it's not safe.
2: Those consequences are fairly serious. It's like you said, it's not like getting the welt that you weren't expecting when you're getting uh, caned or getting a rope burn or you know possibly having some fire spill out. You know, here at Threshold, and probably I would hope any any dungeon that that does this kind of play, they would have fire extinguishers. You have sure. DMs who are trained in first aid and CPR. Those are all things that will uh, mitigate the threat of injury to any of the types of play we do, which, as I said, some of them are, are pretty intense. But there is no more intense <laughs> consequence than death. And yeah, or that, being a
0: vegetable because he had a stroke.
2: Exactly. So w- sometimes when I hear even you say... Uh, it's consensual as long as you both know and you're doing it in your own home. You know, I, I can't tell you what to do. Yeah, it's against the law, but go ahead and do it. Consent doesn't mean anything because the person with their hand around the other person's throat is gonna be the one who pays for it if sure. something goes wrong. Sure. So, but
0: once again, this this comes in you have to risk a word because I'm not gonna tell people to not base jump. A lot of people die base jumping. I'm not gonna tell people not to Tightrope walk, or any. No- I'm not going to tell people to not play football. You have people get catastrophic injuries in football. I'm not going to tell people to not cheerlead. There are mega serious injuries every year across our country from cheerleading. Our kids, there's a lot of things that have a risk of death, race car driving, all of those things. And as long as you understand what those risks are, then you can be an adult.
2: But there's more to those other things than you mentioned. There is actually insur- actual insurance that you get it- there is that you get because you're you know that there's that risk. You go mm-hmm. skydiving, you're a race car driver, you have a significant amount of training and people around you because you know how dangerous it is. The same cannot be said of breath play.
0: For not for not for people who don't understand what they're doing in breath play. This guy, you know, uh, I read some of the comments in that post, and they're like, well, we both, both partners have martial arts training, so they, they know where to push, where not to push, how long, you know, to, to. You can't call it safe. You can't say there's not a possibility of an unforeseen, but you can say that at least you understand what those possibilities are. And if that's the case, then it becomes like any other. Adventure, edge play, sport, or or whatever. You are taking responsibility for yourself. I personally will not go past a certain level. And even the level I do, you know, I'll grab by the throat and I'll give a good squeeze. I mean, they can still breathe or whatever, but I'm still cutting off blood. So I have to take that that risk that what I'm doing could cause harm. And I, I just... Uh, I don't know. I had a bunch of shit. Okay. Like what? Well, <clears throat> I don't know. The <clears throat> I'm very unimpressed by the peer pressure. Because like I opened with, you know what? Crack feels good. There's a lot of people that romanticize breath play as the only thing that gives you pleasure. Like it is the best thing that I have ever experienced in my life. And there is no other way to stimulate my brain in a way that would arouse this pleasure. So what you're doing is you're romanticizing the thing that you don't want to stop doing because you think it might be bad for you. That's the same thing that I did with drugs and alcohol. That's the same thing people do. There are a million ways to stimulate your brain into euphoria. There's a million ways to stimulate your mind to feel good about itself, to feel control, to feel a power exchange. It's not just one thing. And a lot of people kind of do the badass thing, like, well, obviously you're scared. You know, I see breath pulley peer pressure. I've seen that. Like, oh, well, you guys at Threshold don't do that, because obviously you guys, there's just that underlying tone that you guys are obviously sissies, and you don't know what real BDSM is. And it's just like, what, you're a badass because you can choke someone? A fucking two-year-old can choke themselves, you know? So it's just kind of, I don't like that image behind it because there's so many things that feel good and there's other things to do. So if you choose, hey, I don't want to risk with this partner, you know, I don't want to do that with this partner, there are other things you can do to have a satisfying encounter with that partner that may not, have those unforeseen risks in it? Does that make sense?
2: It does make sense. I, I I do have to say that I don't I don't have a lot of experience with this sort of thing with with pretty much any extreme edge play because I tend to be a very um, frightened person. Right, <laughs> a lot scares me, and I I steer very far away from the edge uh, because I'm I'm just there seems to be this constant terror on you know lying in wait. Somewhere inside of me, that's like, but that could go so horrible, and my mind will just go there. So I would never even attempt anything like this, and so I find it hard to put myself in someone's place, as you say, who who romanticizes it or gets so much from it, because uh, I, I I just it's not some it's not some place I will ever go. Sure. If, if there's that much threat, if the actual consequence of something going wrong involves death,
0: but what about so? So you're saying you would never drive a race car? Again, I'm
2: going to say say that for those activities in everyday life in which there is a threat of death...
0: Driving a car, just driving a regular car. There
2: are things that you have to do to make yourself more safe. There's a reason we have to take classes to learn how to drive and then have to take a, a, a test to get our driver's license and then, by law, required to have... Uh, insurance and by law especially in California especially uh, required to wear a helmet if you're on a motorcycle. You do things to mitigate the risk because you can't go through life risk-free. So what you're saying
0: is seeing as we've mitigated the risk by these things, then we now get to make the choice on whether or not to drive a car or not.
2: Yeah. Breath play and extreme edge play as far as I'm concerned, there are too many unknowns. I could be a doctor and still Fuck up royally because, as you always say, you don't know what's in that person's brain. You don't know if this is the one who is going to be triggered by this and fall into a coma or die. Sure. You, you just don't know. There are too many unknowns. Carlos is always telling us how during when he learned how to skydive— you had to take the classes. You have to learn how to how to roll your your pack. You have to learn so yeah, much. Yeah, but there's before still
0: unforeseen it. in all of these things, and you
2: mitigate it as much as you can. I That's think right. All so of people can do that with breath mit- play and different edge. Exactly. Plays. So you are somebody who had martial arts training, and you have some understanding of of the way your mind works. It still doesn't mean that you have enough, enough experience to know if I do it to that person, everything will be. fine. See, that's,
0: okay. the, that's my only, that's, and I get confused a lot because I'm not telling people not to do breath play. I just hate the douchebags that try to pretend and tell their new partners, especially the tops, how safe they are at it. You're not fucking safe at it. You may be better than a novice at it. You may understand it a little bit better. But ultimately, if you're preaching yourself as safe, you're actually very dangerous. Because there is no way to do this safely. Exactly. There's no way to jump out of a plane safely, and there's no way to jump through a wall of burning fire safely. There are unforeseens, and you need to prepare yourself for that. My final advice, because a lot of people in the comments section are like, I only do breath play with a specific partner. My One, I agree with that. I think that there should only be... Specific people that you do this with, to where you know that everyone is on board with what types of risks there are. If you're going to go ahead and do it, the other thing I would say to be very careful of is, or just a precaution, is this person out to their family? So when something actually goes bad, they know that their lives aren't going to be ruined thinking you just murdered their their kid.
2: Uh, look, see, I-
0: like I I could like. Mew's mom, as much as she probably does not like me, um, because I'm older than her, um, she understands that Mew is in this lifestyle. She understands the risk. They've had lots of talks you know, about the fact that she likes these things. So if there was an actual accident, um, I think they would be able to resolve that this was an accident instead of going the rest of their life thinking that this wild, crazy thing happened.
2: But if somebody dies or goes into a coma, it's out of your hands. Yeah, no, <laughs> your I mean, family's I, not going to say no, to no the no, cops, don't no, 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 go after him. No, 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 no.
0: I'm just saying part of your responsibility as a top is to the damage that you can cause around these people. Does that make sense? Or am does, I just overthinking? Well, sure. let's,
2: I'll put, I'll, I'll make it very personal. I have a few people in my life that I care very much about and I know that they're into kink. And if I were to find out that that person was seriously injured because of kink play, depending on how well I knew them and their partner, I might, I'm i going to feel completely differently than I would if I didn't trust that person, if they had never told right. me, if I didn't think that they were safe players. But it doesn't matter, any of that. I mean, if no matter I find what, you're out, gonna be,
0: yeah, you're going to be upset. It's going to, you, you know, you lost yeah. someone or something bad happened to someone. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's a, it's a little... It's a little easier uh, in It absolutely
2: long is. And, and you're kind of fucked if you're somebody who does like that extreme kind of edge play. And you're not out to your family because you can't be.
0: Yeah, and I would, I would say as the bottom receiving that edge play, that that's a consideration. If you really care about your family and you're into all this hardcore stuff and they don't know what you're into and something bad happens, they're going to have a completely different version for the rest of their lives about that so it's i mean it's something and they're gonna go after the person
2: who did it with a vengeance. well i mean yeah
0: that's pretty much no Even, matter what the jury's gonna it, yeah. regardless of what the family says the jury's gonna crucify you yeah you know i don't know I anything don't know that I,
2: ends with the jury's gonna crucify you i think i'm gonna stay away from
0: i don't know if i just uh i don't know
2: well, listen, there are no there are no really uh, easy answers for this. So I, I liked the post because he, he did take, I mean, the, the title says it all. It sure. is a conundrum. I He says, I'll do it, but I tell everyone else not
0: to do it. But you don't have to do any, I, because I've seen so many people come in tops and try to talk, and even bottoms. Like, it's a competition. Like, I'm more badass than yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I do more crazy shit than you. And a lot of people have died showing off a lot of a lot of dorky guys have tried to do wheelies on their bicycles for the girl and then gone into the street and been run over. I I don't really think that should be your motivation in kink is to impress other people with how badass you are because ultimately unless you've like been in war and like run into bullets being fired at that seems more badass than to me. I choke some chick out. Then then I choked some chick out who was willing to let me do it. You know, you really want to be a badass? Like, go fight a fucking war and have people try to kill you all day and survive that. And you know what? You get the fucking badass sticker from me. But But not if you choke someone out. Yeah, not if you choke (laughs) a willing willing victim out. You're really not that badass. They're badass for taking it. (laughs) My bottoms are ten times more bad. I don't like pain. My bottoms are way more badass than me, so I Mm. don't know.
2: Well, that was a good post. Thank you, uh, Rope Tiger Daddy. And I think we should check in with Unger because we don't even know what the hell is going on in that chat room.
0: Unger. I am Unger. I make <laughs> smash. I make smash. <laughs> I will <laughs> eat your goats. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Unger, eat my goats. Okay. I like goat. Goat is good. Yeah. It is. Goat cheese. I like goat cheese. Goat curry. Goat curry. Oh, curry mm-hmm. goat. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
2: What's going on in there, Unger?
0: Look at it. Look at us. Which tight. one? We started out Bo- so tight.
2: Go give us Discord first.
1: <laughs> so uh, Discord, we're talking about eating things, of course, because food. Um, we're trying to get um, Charisma to eat spider at camping trip. What? Um, Wait, is spider a person? No. <laughs> that doesn't sound <laughs> like fun spiders. at all. <laughs> you scorpions. mean like eat real spiders? Oh, yeah, spiders oh. and scorpions and stuff oh. like that. Oh, um, and just along those lines, talking about weird things that people eat and. I'm
0: going to say no. Did you see the video of Nicole Kidman eating bugs? No. Bugs are good. Like Nicole Kidman, like Nicole fucking gorgeous, you know, just glamorous Nicole Kidman sat there just with piles of worms and bugs. So she's not a vegan. (laughs) <laughs> and she said 2 billion people in the world eat bugs and i'm one of them and she started just picking up worms and live worms i didn't hallucinate this right other no, people no, no, have I seen saw this. too. are they were they and live and she yeah, and she's sitting no! there all pretty and whatever and she's eating crickets dried crickets and like worms and she saw this one as a nutty flavor Yeah. and she i guess did it to show that hey this is not you know, billions of people eat bugs. Yeah, tarantulas tarantulas actually, roasted tarantula is
1: actually a delicacy in certain oh, places. All righty, we're going to stop rid talking of right now. The hair first. First. No. As much don't you do what? Get rid of the hair first. Yeah. I think the hair will get burned the off. The
0: hair is a defense it? mechanism, and so it's it's I, stinging. Natalie, kind of. Yeah, I am.
2: I am officially off the chat room right now. What were what you we talking about in the other one? Um, Anne yeah. Yeah. You're talking
1: about Anne <laughs> 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 sticks Six? Six? Are you wow. in there, Sticks? Yeah. Oh. So, so, so basically, she keeps getting kicked. So <laughs> it's how many Annans can we have in the chat, and how many Annans is too many Annans?
2: <laughs> why is Annan always the only one getting kicked off? It's not
1: only her; it's Laz frequently too. <laughs> but is she, the
2: La- of course, Annan and Laz. <laughs> Jesus. Um,
1: but uh, so yeah, we're we're discussing how many Annans are too many, <laughs> um, why they're too many or too few, things like that. Because okay. we're just weird and. That's where we go.
2: <laughs> I think we're really entertaining Styx tonight.
1: <laughs> I'm so hot. Well, that's because sticks is also Kidman. in the chat. And knows what's no!
0: happening. No, stop thinking I'm of Nicole still Kidman thinking, eating bugs. I have. I've always Why? had a it's, crush it's on her. Great. Now uh, then, I wouldn't. Now after this, I wouldn't want to make out with Nicole Kidman because she had the bug um, breath. But uh, you know, I had to say that was that was awesome. She got tarantula breath. What was awesome? Oh, fucking Nicole Kidman. She smells like What arms. are we
2: talking about? I don't know. We're was, going was I talking to about my Sometimes around.
0: love <laughs> is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now.
2: Boogie is in therapy, but he can't give you therapy, so. <laughs> so I'm an expert
0: <laughs> in CBT. That's what my therapy is. My therapist said you, you need gotta, CBT. You need some, so I she whacks your balls, huh? She does. Oh, she whacks <laughs> them all right.
2: Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny.
0: What? <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> Fucking dribbler I don't dribble Who doesn't love anal I'm a straight shooter and I'm going in your booter Who doesn't love anal Get a little loo let my weenie love your poop tube Are you just pushing random buttons now? <laughs> I don't even know when I wrote that or what it was for. <laughs> it was in here. And I'm like, that was amazing. I, did we, we have, have? We must have done we, something with anal. I don't know. I'm like, that's, <laughs> I'm all, that song rocks. <laughs> Put my weenie in your poop tube. in wow. the
2: chat room and what we're talking about, Sticks has not stopped laughing. This I'm whole surprised time.
0: more people haven't crashed their car. <laughs> Just out of sheer insanity and (laughs) suicidal necessity, I can't
2: listen to this shit anymore. I Just wrap yourself
0: around a telephone
1: pole. Oh, all right. This life is not worth living. (laughs) Fuck these guys.
2: I can't live in a world with perverted podcasts.
1: Can't.
2: (laughs) All right. Savannah wrote to us, and she asks, "I run a TNG group and have some serious newbies coming in." What kinds of things could I have for discussions and events to not scare them away, and how can I make them feel comfortable, safe, and secure? You know, wha- wha- no, no no, 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 you go. No, you're no. you're you're doing the chimp <laughs> excitement dance. <laughs> go for it. No, no, go. No. I was going to say that uh, uh, whether it's a TNG group or any other group, the a lot of the advice is going to be the same across the board. Anytime you're doing a group, um, either a new group or an ongoing group in, in how to keep people f- coming, keep them comfortable, feeling safe and secure. So you had I- ideas, Boogie? I had a lot of
0: ideas. And um, because there's, there's two types of people that, co- okay, there's a lot of types of people, but just let's generalize a little bit. There's for the sake of argument, there's two types of people. There's the people Who come in and they're very curious, but they don't know a lot of things. Like maybe they're thinking just about some very, you know, what we would call just general impact plays. Like some spanking and maybe crops and maybe a little rope and some role play. And that is their kind of what they're curious about. And they don't know about... you know all the edge plays and knives and fires. Yeah, they and, just want and, a little spanky, spanky. They just want a little spanky, spanky, and they'll learn. You know, after they come in, they'll see after a while. Oh, there's all these other things, and some of them aren't as freaky as I thought. Um, and then maybe they'll delve into deeper things, or just stay with the the things that they thought they liked when they came in. Then there's the people like Mew, um, who waited until she was of legal age to come in and had a Just a plethora of information about harsh, dirty, filthy, edgy stuff. And so it's very important because I hear this a lot that there's a newbie group and the group leaders default to the scared, you know, like frail. They don't know a lot of things, people, and yet ignore The other percentage of people that are like, I came here because I'm curious about blood play and fire play and anal fisting. Those things, um, those things are very attractive to me. That's what I thought. And there's a problem that can happen with that. If you go the safe and innocent route, you can now make the people who came in with harder desires maybe feel like they're a freak amongst their supposed peers because you've held back sharing this information. So they're like, oh my God, they're just talking about spanking and flogging. I'm into some hardcore shit. I, wow. You know, so you don't want to make those people feel like a freak. This is your opportunity with new people to let them feel comfortable too. So I always tell people when you have a group or when I talk to people, I always, if you dismantle the conversation first and take them out, if you start a conversation like, some people are into knives. You've now given them the ability to either put themselves in the sum or not be in the sum. So you haven't, you haven't started the kid. We're going to talk about knife play as, as though everyone does knife play. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So you kind of come in. Did you want to say something? Bunny, grab the uh, either Mike. So you kind of as long as you, you can talk about almost anything. In, in kink with your with your new people in your TNG group, just kind of preface the fact that whatever level you came in is okay, and there's different people that do different things. Yep. Um, I think that's a really good idea when I was not in the community at all, and we actually had a BDSM panel come into my human sexuality class, and so it was a broad range of people, and some of them did just talk mostly about, I mostly do flogging and spanking, and here are my toys for this, but then some of the people... Um, really played mostly in edge play and they did tell us about that as well and showed us here are my knives I really like to fuck my girl with the handle of this knife after doing knife play on them like not everybody's into that but we like blood play here are my needles and stuff like that too and so just showing the range of like it's okay if you don't do this
2: a lot of people don't and can stay over here but if you want to you also people do this too so I thought that was really cool um, and helpful for me when I was learning stuff very good i would also say that it it, it, it it wasn't very clear what kind of group or where you meet uh, from the question but w- the venue that you're at is going to help you decide what kind of group you're going to have sure <coughs> the the duration of the group is it something that's that's focused in, in other words is it a discussion group in which every month you come in on this day always set that way and you have one hour or two hours and the format is that you will have a topic and that's what you will discuss versus a much more um social event, maybe mm-hmm. even a munch, or you're meeting at a restaurant or someplace pl- public, is it so that you guys can all meet and get to know each other? Or does it have that stronger focus where you're actually...
0: Where you can actually say some stuff.
2: Yeah, and actually have a class or, or a speaker or a topic that you're going to discuss. That's going to determine a great deal which which direction and which focus your group is going to go and how much you can go and how far you can go.
0: Yeah, if you can't talk about play and specific types of play, then you're going to normally go into consent and negotiation and being your own person and your limits are the right limits for you. um, Those types of things. But if you can get into some actual discussions about topics and types of play, um, then that, I mean, obviously that would be preferred. I mean, when I came in, I honestly there was a lot of edge play. I had read and heard and been exposed to in different things, a lot of things. But I still primarily came in still thinking spanky spanky fucky fucky. And so being offered that that option and then being told that whatever my level is was okay. That it's okay. I mean, I really like telling people if you're if you just like a little bit of Pain, like a little bit of spanking Or if you like to be punched in the face Until you're bleeding Those are both masochists You're not one or the other And I think when you teach new people That they don't have to achieve something they don't That there's not one answer for everything And that they're going to develop who they are Or they're going to stay exactly where they are And do what they are And that is magical and amazing for them I think you empower people to explore and to to look at deeper things because now they don't feel that pressure. I can now look at, you know, I was able to look at needle play for three years before I ever put a needle in someone. I was able to look at it from a point like, I don't have to do that.
2: Because you didn't have that peer pressure. I didn't have that peer pressure.
0: Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't stated to me that this was expected, that you have to be this. And we're really good at threshold on getting rid of the douchebags that try to pressure people and push them it happens every now and again and we hear about it and we really try to get on it the type of people that say oh you can take more this other person this other person takes more you should be able to take more you know that type of attitude is obviously going to build assholes and victims
2: right and I like the second half of her question, where she asks, "How can I make them feel comfortable, safe, and secure?" A lot of that can come from simply the way you post it. For example, if you're on Fed or on uh, any any social media group, if you lay down the rules right up front, if you explain to people what they can what they can expect and what they they're not allowed to do, that goes a long way to making people feel safe and secure, and also reaching out to them. If you notice that this is not, oh, that's a name I haven't seen. Most really successful munches or groups on FetLife have moderators or people, group leaders who will reach out to any name that they don't recognize, introduce themselves and say, if you if you feel uncomfortable, if you have any questions, let me know, first of all. If you feel uncomfortable coming alone to this group, seek me out. I look like this. I'm one of the leaders. I'll introduce you around. That goes a, a long way toward making your group very positive and friendly towards new people.
0: Absolutely. Last, uh, last thing that I've found very effective and I've seen be very effective is when, along with all the other stuff you disclaim up front, is when people start, especially classes, I love classes like this, where the teacher starts off by saying, I don't know everything, and we are only one. You know, so that way it also disarms the person. So like, say they have a bad experience, say some dipshit's at the thing and says a bunch of weird advice. Um, that they're empowered to know, oh, we were told up front that there's lots of opinions. So, because sometimes when people try to be like, we're the best, like, when we're like, Threshold is the best, I mean, even though we're pretty cool, um, (laughs) there are other clubs. There are other places for people to learn. Threshold has the way Threshold does it and the way that together as a group, we see as a good way to teach new people, but we're not the only way. And when you kind of present yourself as a team, like we are on a team all of our all of our different groups in these communities across the world are are trying to help you empower your be empowered so that you can explore yourself in a safer way with yourself and when we kind of throw that team attitude in there people are very it's just I've noticed people are much more comfortable because you're not trying to tell them all the answers right Good
2: That's advice. Good. I hope that was that it, good.
0: Oh, I hope uh, you have a lot of success with your group. That's very, very exciting. I love hearing when people are starting groups. Very love nice. it. I love it a lot. I, I do like love it. A lot. What, can I push a button now? Yes, you can. Because I like this button. Gonna teach you things to do with your lover. Going to the bedroom rodeo. Wanna be a better fuck? We got you covered. Going to the
1: bedroom rodeo. Going to the bedroom. Going the bedroom. Going to the bedroom rodeo.
2: Why are you wearing a pink
0: bracelet? It's not. It's a human cover. Uh, Spike made this for me. It's a bracelet and it has it's pink. My, it And it has my name on it. Well, she asked me what colors and I'm like flesh colors, which are like pink, pink. and whatever. <laughs> Spike's awesome. Made me a bracelet. Thought I'd wear it.
2: And the glitter then. It just so makes it the whole ensemble.
0: <laughs> because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Kathy, you can't be a Daddy. <laughs> Around a little if like you, bunny, if that's and not and to not you. be cool. <laughs> she dumped shaving cream. I part of the because everything's in reverse. She covered my head with shaving cream. They just it was horrible.
2: Can't wait to see this video.
0: <sighs> I got it. It's gonna take another two weeks,
2: a couple uh. weeks.
0: Well, I mean, this is the electronic song, and and it came out pretty good. You know, it's first song, so I, I'm not expecting much. But we have a friend in the lifestyle that we both know. I'm not going to say his name. Um, but he's a legitimate producer. He's a professional producer. He's worked with a lot of uh, people you would know. And we've been buddies for you know as long as I've been in. Very creative. And so I said, hey, he was the one that pushed me. He was the guy that talked shit because I didn't know stuff. He was playing. He's much older than me. Well, not much, but he's older than me. And he just looks at me like, really? You're, you're using that? you know, maybe you should step up, buggy, and step up your game. Uh, and I'm like, fine, fucking step up. So that's <laughs> where I got Fruity Loop, you know, FL Studio, so I could step up so I wouldn't look like, you know, a schmuck, and I would step up. So I said, you're gonna be cursed, and you're gonna have to listen to this first fucking song that I did and tell me what you think. And so I sent it to him yesterday because we had pretty pretty close and and I thought it was you know I didn't I knew there was stuff because obviously it's my first song and I don't know this fucking program but I sent it to him and he actually said this is actually a really cool song let's you know hey I I can give you some advice if you want and he offered to come over and give me some professional fucking advice so Ow. as much as I wanted to be done with the fucking thing started shooting the video I'm not gonna turn around some fucking s- solid advice. so I'm like I guess. <laughs> Because we're just going to wait, <laughs> see what he says. I said, be gentle, I'm fragile. <laughs> oh, no, you <laughs> fragile. I didn't say that. But anyway, <laughs> goddammit, this bedroom rodeo, so... We're going to be talking about... I don't about know why, where we got on that topic, but... I don't... How so I don't have an in-show songs. song. Yes. I don't have an in-show song. like this song. I, yeah. No, uh, yeah.
2: Well, you got something you're going to play after. Yeah, it. I'll
0: put something put in. Something. It's I'll just not going to be the song I've been promising people.
2: Oh... You're letting people down, Boogie.
0: I I fail people again. Daddy but fails. But don't, but don't fuck, <laughs> don't fuck with me, Kathy, because I will <laughs> sleep punch you right in the fucking mug.
2: <laughs> not lady, you um, anywhere near me when I'm just, sleeping? Just do it.
0: Bedroom <laughs> rodeo. Don't cover your face. This was good. You get. You're gonna read what the the topic is. Topic
2: is getting in the mood. I think you should do it with Spanish. Getting in
0: right? the mood. <laughs> What warm up do you need? You just, you just—that's it. Play that song. That's <laughs> it. Look, hap- they're s- both wait. in the mood. Look at, look at. You just up. put a
2: thumbs up. Something happens to <laughs> sticks when paper dolls not here. She's ready.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's your mood. You guys can download this jingle. Yeah, I'll yeah, send it yeah. to you. I, I have to upload it. But uh, and then please, I,
2: you got to use the the voice that Spanish Red said you should use. Oh, that's right. The sexy yeah, That's right. Do it, Boogie.
0: You have to do anal. Yeah, baby. Yeah, just yeah. put it right in. and. and or do this. What? Do
2: you got your hinby on there?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: of course not. One of my favorites and you don't have it. No,
0: I don't have your What about
2: alligator balls?
0: I don't have alligator balls. Uh, well, what I, I good is that? that <laughs> okay, so setting <laughs> the mood.
2: Mew singing it. They're singing it. <laughs> they
0: know it. <laughs> no cold on the logger. I don't even know it. Fish biting at all day. Don't <laughs> don't. I really hate the fact that that's my fucking hit.
2: No, oh, come on. No, you don't hate it. You 40 love it.
0: Fucking years I'm of songwriting. Learning music.
2: What well, the, should they alligator teach you something about is what is people thing, want? Yeah, stop trying to be serious Jesus. and just give us more alligator balls and be.
0: Damn it! You don't make <laughs> money with alligator balls. No, we don't give a shit about money. We want to laugh. I don't want to be a janitor. <laughs> At some point, I want to make some money. You can't make money with alligator balls. Oh my god! It is cute though. But no, getting uh, getting in the mood. Getting buddy. in the mood. See, this is what we're doing. We this don't ten- know how to get. In see the mood what we're anymore. doing. We're having tension together. It's part of getting in the mood.
2: Candles, maybe.
0: Okay, I don't know how to do this anymore. This is this is what's great. Okay, I wrote notes, Kathy, for both of us. The notes you don't read. Uh, No, I I got them. I got them right here. Okay, here, a lot of people think setting the mood is is, about candles, is about candles and music and And a nice dinner and rose petals and all that stuff. Or, you know, for some people who are kinkier, chains rattling or, you know, you know, leather, the smell of leather and things like that. Yes, indeed, those are all um, things in the moment. But what I had, uh, when I was in a punk band, when I was a, a drunk 3,000 years ago, um, my bass player's girlfriend had just, she was funny, she had a lot of attitude. And she was like... She's like, if he wants sex at night, he better start working that pussy in the morning.
2: <gasps> damn, that's a lot of work.
0: So, what she meant by that, and I was dumb and young and didn't understand. But at, you know, remembering that, what she meant was, is hey, you know what? I'm not like a guy, and I don't turn on like a light switch just because you I touch your dick, you get a you know you get excited, you want to fuck. That she needs to be in a headspace she needs an environment created for her and so when you talk about creating the mood it's not just about flowers and candy or whatever it's about creating that environment for your partner and for yourself that allows your brain to relax enough to then focus on your arousal and your connection with your partner
2: are you talking about like Setting an anticipation or maybe texting and anti- getting yeah, starting
0: early and The I mean those are those are those are definitely those are yes, parts of it. People build their sexual tension or they have a fantasy and then they start poking the fantasy a couple days before or in the morning or, or something like that. Um Bunny told me early today, she's all Can you just hit me with a belt today? And like it was all you know, so it became like an all day kind of thing we had all these things to do and then you know sure enough she got glitter all over the bed so i started giving her that look and she knew the belt's gonna come and so then it becomes <laughs> look, her cheeks you are know, instead, all red because <laughs> i could totally just bend her over and swat her with a belt and fuck her you know which not saying that doesn't happen a lot but um sometimes yeah that anticipation and that just telling people we're gonna have sex and you know but not doing it verbally, doing it with those little hints throughout the day. Hey, you know, and if you've been with someone for a little while, you know those hints and you can kind of work on them together and it becomes all just dirty and hot.
2: But you got to put some work into it or th- that is, some thought into that it. That is
0: definitely effort. Now, that is one aspect of getting in the mood that's not just candles and whatever. The other aspect is just the physiological. What are you eating that day? Are you hydrated that day? Are you circulated that day? All of those things will fuck up your sex. All of those things can. If you are going to go on a date with your mate and you eat a bunch of greasy, shitty food, well, your, your body is now going to be fighting in a not sexy way if you're dairy you know especially if you're past a certain age if you're dairy you just now you're like oh my god am i gonna fart am i gonna fart am i gonna fart fart all over my lover how hot is that (laughs) i'm sure there's a kink for it but it's not my kink um there's a lot of things that you can do like Are you taking a walk? Are you overeating before your dates? Are you hydrating because circulation and if your body is in the best shape it can, I mean, whatever shape you are in that morning, you're not going to lose 100 pounds if you need to lose 100 pounds in a morning, but you can go for a walk. You know, hey, I have a date tonight with my mate. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to make sure that my meals are moderate and that I eat some healthier foods. I don't pack on a lot of the little... Cookies and complex carbohydrates, because you can celebrate afterwards, you know you can always have your sex, have your good sex, and then go and gorge yourself because you know you don't have to worry about sex, so sometimes creating that creating that mood is physically putting yourself in in a good headspace
2: and all of these things that you mentioned actually do start to create the mood all on their own because it sets up that sense of, of excitement, you know, the beginning of the week where you're like, well, I want to make sure that, I don't know, the house gets cleaned so that sure. I don't have to worry about it that day and, and hey, honey, I got the, the babysitter to come and get the kids or my mom's going to come get them and all those things that you do throughout the week or the few days ahead of time starts to set the mood, that, sure. that feeling of anticipation. Um, that alone can, can get help you realize, yeah, can get the
0: juices flowing and, right. and you're ready to do it the third and uh and final thing look i have to actually look at my notes God Wow. damn it is and i don't do this all the time uh make a concerted effort to leave uh certain heavy topics financial discussions um you know A lot of excessive whining about your job and and people in your life and whatever. Um, Because those things obviously are not sexy topics. And so you can give them a vacation for the day. To not distract so that way you don't go into your date with those distractions. Does that make sense?
2: It does. It absolutely does. Some topics are taboo.
0: It's like, hey, this is date day. Can I go without bitching about everyone and everything? Which is hard for me because I... I'm a hater. I fucking hate people. They piss me off. I see shit when I have to clean up this dungeon that makes me hate. And I have to and I have to I really am starting catching myself cuz everything I say to my partners has an effect on them. I had a topic uh with Bunny yesterday that I just uh, I just shouldn't have had. I mean, there was it wasn't that it was a bad conversation. It Wasn't a conversation that we hadn't had before. It wasn't that she didn't know my point. It was that in that time, if I was trying to get her into a more seductive space, that wasn't the conversation to have. That was literally, and I apologize for that, by the way. I am sorry for that. And I thought about that halfway through that conversation that I shouldn't be having that conversation with you. And it and it was just, you know I love you. and And I know that we have a disagreement on that topic. And that wasn't a good time for that topic. So I apologize about that. Thank you very much. So... Setting that setting those kind of little boundaries for yourself, you're gonna have a lot more success. I know it would have been great if we would have said yes, use French vanilla butt plug chocolate and, and that'll <laughs> that'll do it. But really Well those things could help, but they uh, could help and nothing wrong with the rose petals and a bath and and, you know. Making, But really, headspace is way more important. Headspace and circulation is way better for setting the mood. Right. And those it.
2: things are great if they are personal to you. But if what's personal to you has nothing to do with candles and baths, go the personal route. Do things that mean something to both of you that are good for both of you. It's, definitely easy to find i, mean, I uh, of course there are things that i like that maybe my partner won't like or vice versa but just put your heads together and you'll find something that is equally exciting to both of you is equally relaxing to both of you if it needs to be and is something that you both can look forward to
0: absolutely and then you know what what who doesn't love ain't no. I'm a street shooter and i'm going in your food bend over bitch who that's the mood. No. A <laughs> Let my weenie love your poop tube. If you say poop tube over and over and over. That's not the mood. Wetness. No. No. And
2: that is our show. <laughs> Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us recording. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially Andre and everyone in both chat Woo! <laughs> you and bunny six six, six, six six. Two sticks sans paper doll <laughs> if you have questions comments or ideas either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037 let us know what's going on and don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com
1: and finally that was show 145 next week we have a
0: 146 as we <laughs> edge closer to our three year mark edge <laughs> closer I'm getting a little more anxious you know what I forgot to tell you that like 10 minutes before the show that Mew and Bunny had a double-ended dildo while Unger's just sitting with his back to them. <laughs> just like kind of like... I heard them. Shh. I heard an orgasm through the walls. And they're like, we want to come, you know, because Bunny has to leave. And I like <laughs> totally like didn't talk about that. Look at that. Unger's face. And Unger's just like, yeah... It's part of being kinky. And I'm like standing there with my sippy, and I'm like, Yeah, you guys are dirty girls, and whatever. And I'm like, Nah, I'm going to go work on the show. I fucking love this life. They're just going at it with a double-ended dildo, and they're just in the chat room. And I'm like, You (laughs) like the fact that just random people are in here, and they're like, Ah, they're all embarrassed (laughs) and humiliated. But they did it, they didn't get up. It was totally hot, St- and and
2: it just <laughs> sticks. I'm glad you're having a good time.
0: <laughs> this is the life we have. We will see you guys next week on Show 146.
1: Yay. See you next time.
0: Woo! <laughs> 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 huh. Get her done. Huh. Ha! Get her done. NASCAR is a god to me. Me and my whole damn family living out the redneck American dream, drinking light beer and screaming at the TV. Oh yeah, it's a simple life. done in the trailer. It's hard to get laid. People make fun of how we keep it in the family. My cousin's cute and she's staring at me. She's a little young now, but one day she'll be 18. Oh yeah, it's a simple life. It's a simple, wonderful life. Sitting around the bugs zapper on a Friday night. It's all right. Getting drunk and watching all the little buggies fry. It's a simple life. We laugh at the city folks running like a squirrel on a treadmill, cell phone, emails. At the end of this race, we're both gonna die, 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 die. So you might as well have a simple little life. Ruh! Ha! Get her done! Ruh! Ha! Get her done! Grandma got her food, spams, hooray! Deep fried Twinkies are a meal fit for a king. Daddy shot a possum today. Grandpa said cook it and Mama said no way. Oh yeah, it's a simple life. Well, it's a simple, wonderful life. We only want, we only want, we only want a simple life. We only want, we only want, we only want a simple idea yeah! Get in the truck, kids! We're going to Walmart!